Talk Back Matters from the Salvos. Our guest this week is Gordon. He started smoking in his teens back in the 40s when it was cool to smoke. Almost everyone did it. The screen idols glamorised it. But where did it take Gordon? He shares what smoking did for him. And I left that when I was 13, so I just more or less a street kid. Really? And I sold papers and went to school and bored. That was my life right up until I was about 20, 21 or something. And I started playing football and I friends and started boarding at their places. So during your school years, where were you living? I was on my own on the street and I used to get the Salvation Army that used to feed me up in Redfern. Uh, pretty good. From what ages did they um, feed you? Well, I first came in contact and when they picked me up in my mother left me myself and my sister in the outside Bedford Station. She went to the races. was about seven or eight year old and they came and picked us up and took us back to the church. He kept us there to like find out where we, where we belonged to. It's pretty lousy childhood, but we survived. Did they just leave you at the station? Well, my mother did. She went to the. She just went to the races. She was going. To, she thought we'd walk home. We didn't know where it was. It was a Redland station. How old were you at that stage? Oh, I would have been eight, I suppose. My sister would be six. Wow. Yeah. And so, the Salvos. Well, they turned us in the gutter. And they wanted to know what we were doing there. They found you sitting in the gutter? Yeah. Wow. So, um, and then they took us back to the place in Redfern and gave us the food. And I don't know if they rang the police. I can't know what happened. Anyhow, they came and collected us later on that day. Well, when my mother came home, because my father would have been working, I should imagine. Okay. And so they reunited you with your family? Yeah. And then, so why did you become a street kid at 13? What happened with that? This time on, look, I grew up pretty. I grew up pretty quickly. As a thirteen-year-old, I just couldn't stand the the arguments and the abuse. And my father built me mother, and uh, and my father was a predator. Sadist, he used to flog us something terrible. Did he? And I just had enough. I was off. What with the belt or something? Anything on really? Anything. Oh, if if you're sitting there and you throw a tomato sort of bottle at you, you've got no idea. Wow. Yeah. So that went on until you were 13, you got sick of it, so you left. Yeah, I just had it, you know. And I always was selling papers and doing things. I could always, you could always earn a shilling for that way. Yeah. I met folks playing football and they said, well, mum takes boarders in. You know what, they're going to our place. And that's where I stayed till I got married, actually. Really? A beautiful family, yeah. How old were you when you got married? 26. Wow. When did the smoking start for you then? 13. When you were 13? Yeah. Well, everybody smoked. Yeah, that's right, right. It was it was just part of uh, the culture, wasn't it? Yeah, you're a man. We're talking to Gordon about what smoking did for him. You're a man when you smoked. Yeah. And how long did you smoke for? How long did I smoke for? I was 60. 47 years. Yeah. I had a heart attack and I threw him straight out the window. Beg your pardon? I had a heart attack and I threw him straight out the window and never another one since. You threw out the smokes? Yep. And never had another one again? No, nah, never. What about the alcohol? Yeah, I still had a... Still didn't like to drop... I didn't mind to drop a drink. Yeah. So how did those things affect your health? It affected the family. My wife bolted and all these sort of things. Your wife bolted? Three, my wife had left me three times and... He always promised to do the good thing and come back again. And then the last time I'd had enough too. And 
That'll do me. Now I put the cog in the bottle, and my son died. That was a wake-up call, and sal- salvos. I went to the salvos then for they done the funeral. And I thought, well, only one going to stay off the drink is doing something like the salvos, because no one there drank, and they were so wonderful. Yeah. And I've been there ever since. Wow. Now I'm a soldier. Wow. Did you have a faith before that? No, my wife did strong, strong Church of England. Can I ask how old you are? You don't have to say it, but... Uh... 82. Okay. So when did you start on the oxygen machine? 12 months ago, actually. I collapsed and I didn't know what was wrong with me. What happened? I just collapsed playing bowls. Yeah. And then they took me to the hospital and they come out with all these weird and wonderful things that's wrong with me. Okay. And I was on oxygen from the day one. That's about 12 months ago. So it's no longer a freedom of lifestyle, is it? Oh, no. No. If you had your time over again, would you not smoke? Would you not drink? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. I don't know why I'd done it in the first place. And so now you go to hotels on Friday nights and you just talk to them about uh, the results of smoking and drinking? Oh, not really. I go there and talk to anyone who wants to talk to me about anything. People talk to me about their sons. Yeah, right. That's Gordon's story. If you have a story, then please share it with us. Be brave. Email us from our website, salvos.org.au forward slash radio. The Salvos Weekly Radio Show.